Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Life Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen.
Yes, Lord. Tell him why you are here. Yes, Lord. Mandoria, Jesus. Mandoria, Mandoria, Belia. Because nobody ever encounters you and remains the same. Yes. Your word says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You are your word. Yes. Encountering your word is encountering you. Yes. Therefore, Father. Yes. As we encounter you through your word today. Yes. May we never be the same. Again. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Glorify your son. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' precious name. Let somebody shout a big amen. Amen. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. And you may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. 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 How many of you are happy to be here? I'm very excited to be here. Hallelujah. Because... I know that each time I come, sometimes, I mean, I'm sure you think that, oh, he's the one preaching. But some of the things, I don't know them until I start preaching. So, it is not just a message for you. It is for me as well. Hallelujah. So, I always look forward to also coming to know what the Lord has for us. So, we are, we are moving on very quickly. On our, on our subject labor to be blessed hallelujah labor to be blessed and um, it is important that we do this because if you don't know 
why you should labor to be blessed. You will not bother to labor. Hallelujah. You, if you don't know what a blessing carries, you will not look for it. Hallelujah. Um, Genesis chapter Genesis chapter 1, I believe from verse 27. Genesis chapter 1, from verse number 27. Give us the scripture. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Okay, and then 28, look at this beautiful scripture. And, and God blessed them. And God blessed them. And God blessed them. You see, the first thing that God gave man was a blessing. Yes. The first thing that God gave man was a blessing. God didn't give man money. The first thing he gave man was a blessing. He made, God made man in his own image. When he finished, he made male and female. After that, the next thing he did was, and the, and the Lord blessed them. And God blessed them. Hallelujah. That is why you should seek for a blessing. It is the first thing that God gave man. Hallelujah. That must tell you how important it is for a person to be blessed. You have chosen riches. Is it this is the reason why it's unfortunate when people are starting things and they don't start off with a blessing? Because when God started man off, he started man off with a blessing. But when you were starting your ministry, you didn't start with a blessing because you broke somebody's church and carried his members to start your. So you didn't start with a blessing. You will not end the way God would want you to end. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. So, so a blessing is vital to what would happen to you. So, that's what we are talking about this. Labor. Toil. Work. Sweat. Struggle. Eh? To be blessed. Not to be rich hallelujah not to be rich to be blessed you listen if if there is something you want from god or there's something we 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 want from god we must we must respond to god to get what we want from him hallelujah yes you can't do what you like and expect God to give you what you want. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. For example, in my house, there's something going on right now. My children, my children are supposed to read 30 books. The one who is able to finish reading 30 books, you have to read and tell us what, what's in the book. Yeah, each book you read, you have to tell us. It's completed 30 if you finish what you want, you name it and it's given to you. Yes. Yes. People have named what they want already. Someone says they want a bicycle. Someone says I want this. this. So, yes, what you want you have, but before you can get what you want, you must do what I want. Yes. Hallelujah. You must do, you must do what I want. Can you understand what I mean? Yes. 
30 books when you read finish reading the books and giving me details of the 30 books yes my wife is the examiner so you, you have to come and boss her <laughs> you have to come and boss her when you boss her and then it's agreed that what you have said is actually what is in the book then it's marked then you mark one is two three thirty yes then after that if if you want your bicycle you can get it yes if you want your if you want your football you can get it if you want your basketball you can get it <laughs> hallelujah Bishop Sally says that he will give them what to name <laughs> hallelujah the same thing with God you cannot expect to get what you want from God when you do what you like okay when you do what you like Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 look at the scripture beautiful scripture Isaiah chapter 1 and verse number 19 are you here Isaiah 119 If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. How many of you love to eat the good of the land? You see, that tells you that every land has something good, including Ghana. Yes. There is good of every land. There is good for every land. But it's not everybody who enjoys the good of the land. Yes. Yes. There are people living in Ghana. You, you see, we are living in the same country, but we live in different worlds. Yes. Our worlds are different. <laughs> yes. That's why they say that. You see, men can say, yeah, bread. <laughs> Don't say that we are suffering. You and who? We are suffering. Oh, yeah, bread. Talk like that. Say that I am suffering. Or may break. <laughs> yeah. Because it is not everybody who is brave. Yes. Yes. It is not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You are struggling to, to have three square meals. Meals. Yeah. But somebody, I mean, somebody doesn't know what to do with food. Yeah, somebody doesn't know what to do with food. You stand by the roadside. You struggle to... That's why some of you are not here. Because you are waiting. You are waiting. You are waiting for the trotrum. And it is not coming. When it comes to the fight that... I mean, in the COVID season, the fight that goes on to get into the... To get on board. It's not easy. By the time you get on board, no, it, it is late. Meanwhile, there's somebody who has two or three cars in his garage he doesn't need them right in his garage he doesn't need them are you understand what i'm saying he doesn't need them so so you see it is not everybody who is suffering there are some who are enjoying the good of the land and i'm telling you it is my prayer for you that any good in this land you will taste of that good any good in the land of Ghana you will taste of that good 
wherever you are connecting from any good in that land you will taste of that good in the name of jesus hallelujah so you see god's will is that you will enjoy the good of the land he said if you are willing and obedient 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 in what when you obey him when you obey him it makes him happy and one of the blessings he would give you for that obedience is that he would allow you to eat the good of the land hallelujah so it is god's will for you to eat the good of the land but much as it is his will for you to eat the good of the land he doesn't want you to set before you or to make the eating of the good of the land your priority hallelujah he doesn't want you to make make the eating of the good of the land the first thing in your life your focus and attention in your life is that the good of the land of Ghana Charlie I must I must enjoy some that is not God's plan for you hallelujah because if you make that your goal you will actually not eat the good of the land hallelujah yes and i'm going to show you in the subsequent scriptures eh, that it is his will yes but but even though it is his will you should not make that your aim for life shift your focus from that let your focus be on something else then god would make that a reality he will make the eating of the good of the land a reality by you not focusing on it remember it, there's a condition to eating of the good of the land there's a condition to it what is the condition the condition is that you must be willing and obedient obedient obey what <laughs> obey what so in other words your passion eh, your passion if you want to do well if you want to succeed you want to eat the good of the land your passion must be to obey him yeah your focus must not be to get money your focus must be to obey him so your willing obedience is what qualifies you to eat the good of the land can i appreciate what i'm saying yes that's why you must not labor to be rich you must not labor to be rich it is never it is never the will of god for anyone to labor and the 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 objective of your labor the goal of your labor is that you want to get money you want to get riches you want to become wealthy no do not do not labor to be rich labor not to be rich do not labor to be rich are you here can you understand what i'm saying wow the scriptures are plenty (laughs) let's look at hebrews chapter 11 hebrews chapter 11 oh jesus hebrews chapter 11 i'm going to show you a good example 
from verse 24, I believe. I'm going to show you a, a good example. And I want you to ask yourself if this could have been you. Listen to what it says. Are you here? Listen, it says that by faith, Moses, maybe you can give us the amplified version, either amplified or message, one of them. Hallelujah. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, listen, I want you to take particular notice of the scriptures that we I, I bring out okay by faith Moses when he had grown he has grown up refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter pause do you know what it implies to be the son of Pharaoh's daughter <laughs> Pharaoh why, why, why is it important now Egypt then was the superpower of the world. Hmm? Like now we have America to be the superpower of the world. I don't know if they still are, but with all this election, I don't know if they still are, but <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. Superpower. So Pharaoh was like Trump. <laughs> The president of the most powerful country in the world. Yeah. Very powerful. Then that president's daughter found Moses. And Moses grew up with them in the palace. So Moses was seen, even though. Even though technically speaking, he's not an Egyptian. Do you understand? Technically speaking, he's not an Egyptian because when he was born, they saw that he was a proper child. So they didn't want to kill him like the rest. So they put him in a basket and put him on the river where the, where the daughter of Pharaoh comes to fellowship. Then the daughter of Pharaoh saw the baby and grabbed the baby and said, oh, this baby is nice. So she took the baby. Do you understand? That's how Moses survived. So Moses technically is not an Egyptian, but because he was taken at that age and uh, when he was born, he grew up and he was known as the daughter of Pharaoh. I mean, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Do you get it? Yes. What does it imply? What it implies is that now Moses was in the line of becoming a king. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, and you know what it comes with. Yeah. Moses had Anna as somebody from the palace, from the royal family. Yeah. He had Anna. He had access to wealth. Moses. He had it. What we are struggling to get, we are fighting to get, we will kill to get. Moses had it. Moses had it. He was the son of Pharaoh's daughter. <laughs> yeah, he had it. 
Then verse 25 says what? Verse 25. Verse 25. Let your hands be quick. The Lord will help them, don't worry. Verse 25. Okay, let me help them. Huh? It says what? Because he preferred to endure the hardship of the people of God rather than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Isn't it powerful? Okay. Let me get it here. So that these people don't break my flow. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says that. Verse 24. He said that by faith, Moses, when he had grown, the, this amplified version, when he when he had grown to maturity and and become great, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, because he preferred to share the oppression. Oppression means suffer the hardships and bear the shame of the people of God rather than to have the fleeting enjoyment of a sinful life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did you like my translation? So I don't know what type of amplifier you have here, but I like this type of amplifier. Maybe this is second edition. <laughs> Huh? Uh-huh. This is this is this is classic. You know there are goals and there are goals. There are classic goals and then there are ordinary goals. You understand? Uh-huh. So this is a classic version of the amplifier. Do you understand? So because he refused to share the op- because he preferred when when he had the chance to be the to be a ruler one day had access to the wealth of Egypt, had great honor. All the things you can think about, he had them at his disposal. And yet he made a personal choice. What was it? He chose, he chose the people of God. He forsook the people of the world. He chose the people of God. You see, this is somebody who puts spiritual things before earthly things. Hallelujah. Yes. He chose spiritual things. So he chose the people of God. He preferred to to suffer with them. Then he said that. Is he suffering for nothing? No. Verse 6. He considered the contempt and abuse and shame born for the born for the Christ the Messiah who was to come to be greater wealth he considered the contempt the abuse the shame born for for the Christ the Messiah who who was to come to be greater wealth than all the treasures of Egypt for he looked forward and away to the reward <laughs> hallelujah so now there is the wealth of Egypt 
the wealth of Egypt. He abandoned the wealth of Egypt. He considered that he considered associating with the sufferings of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt. Yes. He chose the spiritual things. He considered that you see, that is it's a way of thinking. Somebody would prefer the treasures of Egypt. You see, a good example was when when the, they were contesting to uh, they were contesting in the, to be the wife of um, King Hazaros. When they were contesting, do you know what was done? To all the contestants, the, the, the king's treasury was open. The gold, the diamond, the silver, all the things. Because they want you, anything you can use to make yourself attractive enough for the king to choose you, do it. And to them, anything you take from the treasury, it is yours, whether you win or you don't win. Yeah, it's yours. <laughs> yes. It's yours. So you see, when, when, you, when, you, study, when you study Esther, you would, you would get to know that some of the people, I'm sure that they, now, they knew that, Charlie, this race are not the inside. So, because they have been told that whatever you get, whatever you use, you are not returning it to the treasury. It is for you. If you don't qualify, you go home. If you qualify to Charlie, then the rest is also yours. I mean, so you feel free. Hey! Some of them put on the jewelry. The jewelry was so heavy on them that they trip. You can imagine. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure the bracelet, you wear the bracelet from here to, to here. <laughs> yes. Because the attention is that we want to get the we want to get the gold in the treasury. But Esther was not interested in the gold. What Esther did was that Esther went to the chamberlain. Eh? The chamberlain, the one who had been with the king for a long time and knows what the king likes and asked that, What should I do? What should I do? And the chamberlain chose a very simple necklace. So simple necklace. Give it to her to wear. Yes. Whilst people are wearing different sizes of earrings, different sizes of necklace, I mean, braces, I don't know, uncle, uncle, whatever. Hey! Uncles and aunties, they are wearing uncles and aunties. Yes. Then put some of the put some of the earrings in their nose. Yes. In their nose, pierce their nose, put some there because you must you must put it everywhere just in case you don't win. You should have some treasure. <laughs> yes. And of course. How, how, how long will this thing last for you? Yes. How much can your body take? 
and how much would it last? But you see, wisdom, a way of thinking, eh, is that you see the, the to own the, the treasure, to own the treasure, you must own the heart of the king. I don't know if you get it. I don't know if you get it. To own the treasure. Because you, you are taking Samuel. But to become the owner of everything. There's one aim you should have. What is it? Is to own the heart of the king. The heart of the king. Because if you have the heart of the king, then you'll be chosen. And if you are chosen and you live there, then the king's treasure, you have access to everything in the king's treasure. So it is not about you focusing on the treasure. No, don't focus on the treasure. Focus on the owner of the treasure. The owner of the treasure. Who owns the treasure? Who can open, who can give you the key to all the treasure? Who can give you? Let your focus be on that person. And make sure that you win the heart of that person. When you win the heart, then you would have access to all the treasure. All, everything in the church. You have access. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's interesting. That's why I tell people that, listen, do not, do not want to please me. Eh? Rather, please God. Why? Because the heart of men are in the palm of the Lord. He directs them. Eh? He turns them around. So when you have favor with God, He can cause you to have favor with men. But if you have favor with men, you do not necessarily have favor with God. So let your aim change. Change, change from the fruits. Eh? Let your aim and your attention change, shift from the fruit to the tree. Rather than want to gain the tree, have the tree. Because if you have the tree, the fruits, they come in seasons. If you get one this time, that may be it. But if you own the tree, any time there is fruit, it's for you. Hallelujah. So don't aim. Do not aim to be rich. No. No, 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 no. Aim to please God. Let your aim be you see your toil, your sweat, your sweat, your struggles. It must be it must be geared towards making God happy. Not getting more money, no. Making God happy with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because, because the silver is his. And the gold is his. And the cattle on the thousand hills, they are his. So when you have him, you have anything that he owns. You have it. You have it. Hallelujah. This is the reason why you must focus on God. What, what is he saying? Make him happy. 
Deuteronomy chapter 28. Look at it. Deuteronomy chapter 28. From verse 1. Look at it. Beautiful. Beautiful. From, from verse 1. Beautiful. Beautiful. Give me, give me a Kodovi. Beautiful. And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do all his commandments which I commanded this day. Moses was speaking. Moses was speaking. Listen to what Moses is saying. He said, It shall come to pass if you, Abana, Kwesi, Ajoa, will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. To observe and to do all his commandments, which I, Moses, I am giving to you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Not which God has come down from heaven to give to you. Because God will never do that. Yes. He will never come down from heaven in person to give instruction. It doesn't happen. It always comes through his servants. Yeah. To observe and to do all his commandments, which I his commandment which I give you his commandment not my commandment his commandment but his commandment which I give to thee hallelujah that is why you you will hear you will hear an instruction from God and an instruction of God from the man of God yeah. so uh, is it not a man who spoke it Yes, it is a man, but the man is giving you an instruction from God. And he said that if you will hearken unto that, observe and you do all that, what will happen? He said that, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the world, the nations of the earth. So you're being above, you're being on top. Eh? It does not come by your desire to be rich. No, 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 no. It doesn't come. Your wealth which makes you go up does not come as a result of your desire to be wealthy. It comes as a result of you obeying God. God being happy with you and then he setting you up above. He lifts you above all your peers. Hallelujah. Yes. Above all your peers. Hallelujah. That is why I would love to make God happy. Eh? By not laboring to be rich. Yes. Because this is an instruction from God. Through his servant. Yes. Is it not in Proverbs? Yes. <laughs> Through his servant, he gave us the instruction. So Moses was the one giving the instruction, but he's given an instruction that God has given. He's delivering the instruction to you. God did not come to deliver it. So in the same way, we are receiving another instruction from God from 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 Proverbs. As <laughs> if you would dare to do it. Then you qualify for God to lift you above your peers. Yeah. You become qualified. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. 
What is in verse 14? Verse 14 of Deuteronomy 22. Verse 14. So the blessings are from 14, from 1 to 14. From 15 onwards, they are something you don't like. Yes. They are something you don't like. You don't, you don't want to know. Okay. What is in 13? Give me 13. Or even from 12. From 12 is what? <laughs> can you believe it? Can, can you believe it? Oh, you can't see. Can you see? The Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. The heaven to give rain unto thy land in his season. And to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt learn unto many nations. And thou shalt not borrow. Yes. Where would you get to learn? You are not lending to your friends because God has ability to make a person a nation. Yes. He makes a person. He can convert a person into a nation. He converted Israel into a nation. Yes. Israel is, Jacob became Israel. Yeah. And Israel today as we speak is a nation. God has ability to convert you from an individual into a nation. Yes. <laughs> I, know, I know individuals who give loans that nations, nations look for. Individuals. One day somebody came and showed me a document. I mean, he wanted, they are giving, somebody is giving him I mean money from one of these countries. It's one billion dollars. Yes. The person gave five hundred million dollars and then added another five hundred million dollars. So it became one billion dollars. And I said, but Ghana they borrow how much? Three hundred million or hundred million or something. But one individual. So God can put you in a place where you you will be lending to nations nations look at what he said he said that and thou shalt lend unto many nations you will lend to many nations and you shall not borrow and the question is that where would you get to lend how can you lend when you don't have what it means is that as you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, you obey what he says he puts you in the state to have enough to lend yes 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 <laughs> yes so one of the points in the book is that you have to labor to follow the commandments yes because it is in following the commandments that you become blessed by that blessing you will become a lender to nations Lend that to nations. May that grace fall on you. <laughs> May that grace come upon you. Listen. Hey, the days of 
the days of looking forward to having a job and having a house or being able to rent a to rent an apartment have some one cabin to go up and down buy another one for your wife i mean to feel arrived then you feel that you're a big man in town listen that season has come to an end i said that season has come to an end now you are entering into a season where you are going to be a lender to nations hallelujah i said hallelujah nations they lend they 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 borrow in millions of dollars and you'll get to the point where you will not be concerned just about what you have but you'll be so blessed that nations will come knocking at your door may this grace fall upon you may this grace fall on somebody in the name of jesus when are we going to go out of this state when 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 look at your age when when i feel that we are underutilizing god we are underutilizing god We are not utilizing God. Because superior things can happen to you. Yes. But why are they not happening? Because your focus is wrong. Yes. Your focus is wrong. So you are coming to church. You are singing praises. But the aim is not correct. So you are not getting what you are supposed to get. Yes. So you have have become a hustler. A hustler. Hustler. You obey what he says. So the, the good of the land is there, but you are not eating. His instruction is not for you to go and chase the good of the land. That is not his instruction. It says when you obey him willingly. So find out what is he saying? What does God want from you? What is he saying? It is doing what he is saying. That will give you access to the good of the land. So what is he saying? What is he saying? Are you doing what he is saying? Are you interested in what he is saying? If you are, then the good of the land would be at your disposal. Yes. But you know the good of the land is not at your disposal. Yes. You know it. You know it. That sometimes, I mean, your, 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 your fasting is, is not voluntary. Yeah. Yes. Your fasting is not voluntary. Your fasting is not because you wanted to fast. It's because there's no food. So instead of going hungry and starving, instead of doing that, why don't I convert it in, in, into fasting so that you know I can get some spiritual benefit from it? Yes, you have not thought of fasting, but then a So even if you don't fast, there's no food to eat. So why don't you rather fast? Yeah, so that at least you use one bed, one, one stone to kill two beds. 
Oh. Look at 3 John chapter 2. 3 John. 3 John. 3 John chapter 2. 3 John chapter 2. Wow. The book of John. Kebane nemosia kokea. 3 John chapter 2. Are you here? You are closing soon. Third John is only one chapter. Okay. He said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Let's look at this rendition. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well. Even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. So you see, what this thing is saying is that it is the spiritual eh, that generates the physical and the material. The physical, the spiritual. When you are prosperous spiritually, it reflects in your material and physical possessions. Yes. It is my will that you will prosper. But that prosperity will come by your prosperity in the spirit. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul prospereth. I am giving you reasons why that aim must change. What aim? The aim to work to be rich. It must change. If it doesn't change, the riches that you have made your aim will become a mirage to you. You will run after it and you will never be able to catch it. Never be able to catch it. Never be able to catch it. But that must change. So that you will be able to catch it. Because, listen, I've told you before, it is not by might. It is not by power. (laughs) It is God who gives it. If God does not give it, you cannot have it. Can you hear me? If God does not give it, you cannot have it. You can't have it. And I pray that somebody's focus will change. That you will not you will not labor and struggle. It is always the spiritual that affects physically what comes to you. Look at this beautiful scripture. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. You know the scripture. It says that this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night 
that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You will make your way prosperous. And that you would have good success. Does the good success come by focusing on being rich? No. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You will meditate on this book day and night. Not just that. Observe. Do what the book is saying. Follow the instruction. Follow, follow the things that the book is saying. When you do, you will make your way prosperous by doing that. That's how you become prosperous. It is not aiming to be prosperous that makes you prosperous. Because your determination is, is weak. Your determination is too weak to make you prosperous. Determined to be prosperous. No. That determination, that willpower is too weak. It can't. So if you want it, then the book of the Lord should not depart out of your mouth. Meditate in that book day and night. Do what it tells you to do. What does it tell you to do? It says that do not labor to be rich. That's what the book is telling you. <laughs> so don't labor to be rich. When you do that, then you will prosper. Yeah. Then you will prosper. And you will have good success. Look at what it says in, John, uh, in, in Psalm 1. Psalm 1 from verse 1. It said, blessed. Blessed. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Therefore, that person shall become like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatever he doeth shall prosper. Shall prosper. <laughs> shall prosper. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. You want to succeed in your career. You want to succeed in your ministry. Abba, what does he say? Blessed is the man. You are not in the, you don't sit with sinners. Verse 1. You don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You don't stand in the way of sinners. You don't sit in the seat of the scornful. Yes. Instead of that, you will delight, you will love the law of the Lord. And in the law, you will meditate day and night. <laughs> when you do that, I'm not talking, he didn't say that, then you shall desire to be rich. No. Grab the law. Meditate on it day and night. He said, when you do that, you are converted. You become converted into a tree that is, or you are likened to a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Yes. Yeah. And when it is time for you to bring forth fruit, 
your fruit will not delay. They will come. Yeah. Means that when it is time for you to be promoted, the promotion will come. Yes. When it's time for you to be lifted, you'll be lifted. Yes. When it's time for that breakthrough to come, it will come. Nothing blocks it. Yes. Nothing blocks it. When, when, when your meditation in the word, day and night, is your lifestyle. When you don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you don't talk to ungodly people and take the advice and do what they do. That's why you are interested in Lin Kuan Yu. Lin Kuan Yu, was he born again? Was he born again? Yes. I don't know whether Nelson Mandela was born again. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. But clearly I know that I'm safe with the Bible. Yes, I'm safe with it. So I'll choose rather to meditate in that book day and night. And do what that book says. Hey, he said, When I do that, whatever I do, whether I'm a pastor, whether I am a, I'm a trader, whether I am a banker, whatever I am, whether I am an immigration person, I am a doctor, I am a lawyer, whatever I am, whether I'm a student, he said, Whatever I do, it will prosper. To prosper. How can you say a business has prospered when it doesn't bring money? How can it prosper? How can he describe it as prosperous? It doesn't bring any money. It is not prosperate. And you can't say that. Yes. Yes. So it is not your focus and desire to become rich that brings the blessing. No, 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 no. It is following God rather. And labor to labor to obey him. Labor to carry out the commandment. That is what brings the blessings. That's what brings it. That's what brings it. Are you here? Never make riches your aim in life. Yes, it's a wrong aim to have. You will never have it. Never have it. It will never come to you. It will never come to you. Fine, what does God want you to do? What is he saying? When you came to church, what did they tell you from the word of God? What did they say? <laughs> Did they tell you to forgive from the word of God? That you should forgive. Were you, were you told? Yes. So why are you not forgiving? And you are singing praises. But you are not forgiving. You are not forgiving. <laughs> you are not forgiving. You have targeted that guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
resources it leads to opportunity cost and that brings into being scale of preference yes 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 because you see the bible says that uh, let, let me close with Matthew chapter 6 verse 30 let, let me close Matthew 6 verse 30 from verse 30 from verse 30 listen listen to what he says he said wherefore if God so close look you, don't, you must get the classified amplifier. 
Uh, the classic, classic amplified. Please go and look for it. Give me amplified. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will He not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Verse thirty-one. Thirty-one. It says that. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious. Perpetually uneasy, distracted. Say, what are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? Verse 32. For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. But do not worry. Why shouldn't you worry? For your heavenly father, because your your heavenly father knows that you need them. Listen, God knows that you need riches. He knows you need riches. He knows. He knows you need money. Hey, when you go to the showroom, you are not going to buy it with leaves. You buy it with money. God knows that you need money. You don't have to tell God. He knows you need money. And yet he says that, verse 33, verse 33, he says that, but first and, and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom. <laughs> let your aim, let your striving be after his kingdom. He knows you need those things. What you would eat, what you would drink, what you wear. He knows you need them, Master. He knows. But even though he knows, he's saying that don't look for them. Why? Because you see, this is what brings in my economics. Resources are scarce, eh? their needs are insatiable. Eh? It means that they cannot be. I mean, you have so many, and yet you have so little to satisfy them. You know, so that brings into being the concept of opportunity cost. Eh? The forgotten what? The forgotten what? Ah. What are you saying? Do you understand? Because you have one hundred cities. Your needs, when we put them together, they are 1,000 Ghana cities. They will cost 1,000. You don't have 1,000. You have 100. So then, since you cannot buy all your needs, now you have to get the most important because you have scarce resources. Okay, so then scale of preference comes. Okay, then you have to make a list of your, of your needs in order of their importance so that you, you, you meet the most, the most important need first with the limited resources you have huh? so so when you meet one it means that you can't meet the other one is that not it yes if meet one you can't meet the other one you can't meet so in the same way in the same way when you use your effort and energy to seek for what to eat to seek for what to wear to seek for what to drink there will be no energy to seek 
after the kingdom of God. There will be no energy. Because it's scarce. You cannot be seeking the two at the same time. You must seek one. So then you have to have a spiritual scale of preference. So what is your spiritual scale of preference? Is it is it what to eat first? What to drink first? What to wear first? Riches first? Yes. Because that is what some people have. Then second on the list or tenth on the list is the kingdom of God. <laughs> it's the kingdom of God. But it says that, but first, and most important, seek, aim at, don't aim at wealth, aim, don't aim at riches, aim at what? Strive after the, his kingdom, his kingdom, and his righteousness, his way of doing, his way of doing things. Uh, and being right the attitude and the character of God and he said that when you do that when that becomes your focus when that becomes your focus all these things that the pagans are seeking for they are looking for which God knows you need then they would be added Hallelujah. Then they'll be added to you. Wow. Why must your vision be to be rich? that, sit down, sit down, let me tell you this and then we'll stand up. You know, I was reading a book by Kenneth Hagin and he was saying, talking about a gentleman he met. And the gentleman he met, the person said that, oh, I'm moving from this town to another town. He said, for what? He said, well, I have a new job. I have, I have a job with a new offer. And the new offer they are giving me is fifty dollars higher than what I have now? Higher, yes. But those days, the fifty dollars is I think is like five thousand dollars now or more. Now, so he said he was moving. Then he asked him, "So where you are going?" But he said that where he is going, he knows that there is no, there's, they don't have any good church there. So he asked the person that, "Ah, so as you are going, where would you go to church?" And he said, oh, I have not thought about that. No. I'm getting a job that is giving me this offer. Charlie, why should I think about anything else? So he said, I said, I have not thought about it. I have not thought about it. What have I thought about? The money. Yes, I'm getting more. Then he told him that he said, oh, I can't tell you to not to go, but I just I'll tell you to pray about it. Pray about it. Because I knew you. I knew your wife had a heart condition. 
Yes. And as you were coming to church, God had mercy on you, healed your wife. Your son also had a problem. And then in the same church, God healed your son. You understand? Now, you are following money to go to a place where you will not have access to God. Yes. So the decision you are taking, you are taking, what is influencing your decision is the money that is coming to you. The money is leaving you. It's not wrong to have money. It's wrong for money to have you. I know you didn't hear it. I'll say it again. It is not wrong to have money. It is wrong for money to have you. Because if you have money, you decide what you do with money. You send it. You direct it. But when money has you, money orders you what you should do with it. Yes. Yeah. Money gives you direction. It is, it is it's a matter of who owns who. Who is in charge of who. Is money in charge of you or you are in charge of money? Yeah. And, and he was on his way going. Yeah. Like many people do in our generation. <laughs> you go to a place, you know that this place, eh, nobody can check me. Am I doing center meeting? Am I praying? How many hours am I praying? Am I reading my Bible? There's nobody to share my quiet time with. There's nobody. I mean, there's nobody to teach. So I'm not under pressure to read books. I'm not under pressure to read my Bible, to pray and all that. And by the time you are returning from that place, you have become godless. Yeah. No network to join flow. But because of the money they would give you, you consider the money rather than your spiritual state. That's why you have Christians working in drinking bars. Yes. They are working with they are working with Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. They are sales agents for Johnny Walker. Did you know Chadia? Chadia, Chadia Beaters. You are an agent for Chadia Beaters. You are an agent for Kebashaw, Kebashaw. They say, oh, pastor, oh, pastor, um, you know, I don't drink, I only sell. <laughs> yes. the reason why you will choose that when you know that the work you are going for this work will not it will not they are demanding that you come to to come to work on on sundays sunday 
And they said that if you can't come to church, if you can't come to work on Sunday, then we can't hire you. And so, Charlie, don't worry, I need the money. It doesn't matter, I'll manage. I'll say, you see, that, you see, that is why, that is why you will never have the money. Yeah. They are give, they'll be giving you the money. You will never have it. You will never be blessed. Never be blessed. Christians don't want suffering these days. No. To suffer for God. No, no, no. God must bless us all the time. We must all have. So that I will not take this offer. So that I can go to church. Ah. My pastor, when I come to church, is church what I will eat. It is it church that I will eat. It be church we go to. So you don't choose God. You choose the money. Practically, that's why you choose the money. So God has left the lives of many believers. You can see the pure, the pure hand of God. This is purely the hand of God. You can't see it. You can't see it. Because we choose money over God. We choose the physical and the material over the spiritual. But what you don't know is that it is the spiritual that brings into me, into being, the physical and the material. It is the spiritual that brings them to being. Yeah. It's a spiritual. When your soul is prosperous, then you will be in good health. Physically, your health will be affected. When you are spiritually prosperous, when you have the word of God living in you, staying in you, walking in the word, choosing God, practically, walking in the word of God, practically. That is when you will see. That's when you will see. There's nothing, you see, there's nothing supernatural about us again. Nothing supernatural. Nothing. Everything is normal. Yeah. The money you have, you must work and save ah, for 10 years. Then you can say that, oh, oh, by the grace of God, I have this. That is what you can do. How much can you save? Wealth, riches, how much can you save? Who have you heard that has become prosperous by salary? Have you heard some before? Who can become prosperous by salary? Who can be? So the pure hand of God that brings wealth cannot be seen in the church because people have substituted things. The, 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 instead, of, instead of embracing spiritual things, they have replaced the spiritual with material and physical things. Yes. Yeah. So we don't see it. We don't see the pure hand of God. Pure. Hey, there is pure hand of God. Pure, Charlie. You know that this one, eh, there's no human contribution or involvement. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You see, one day I told of a story of a gentleman who I was living with, came to help me at home. Then one day I got up in the night to pray. He also got up. Instead of going to pray, he went out to see, he heard the noise outside, he went to see what was happening. When he went there, there was this, this man was passing naked, carrying white 
coffin and was passing in front of the house. Yes. When he saw it, he screamed and banged the gate. When he banged the gate, the banking of the, the, banking of the gate went with his eyes. Yes. When he slapped the, slapped the door, the, the, the gate, bang, then his eyes went up, pin. Yes. Now he couldn't see. And he started screaming for my wife. Calling for my wife. Mommy, mommy, mommy. Then my wife came out. So I was there. When I heard the door, in my prayer, closed it. Why? This is a sound of a problem. What problem is it? When I came out, I said, come and look at your boy. His eyes have gone. He can't see. And the guy was on the wall. Couldn't go. It's by the wall. Because my wife had to come and call me. So he can't move. It's by the wall. They see him walking. Yeah. And I said, what kind of problem is this? You have come to my house, my house with your two eyes. How can you go with your two eyes gone? That was when then I heard the voice of God. Then he said, go and bring the blood of Jesus and add the mantle to it. Because when I am in my closet, I have my apparatus. Do you know apparatus? I have my, you see, anytime I'm in the presence of the Lord, I have my apparatus. Yes. My weapons are with me there. So I pulled it out and I pulled out the mantle. He said, put the mantle on his head. I put the mantle on his head. He said, wash his face seven times with the blood of Jesus. It's an evil thing. So I took the mantle, wash his face. Boom. Boom. Seven times. Yeah. We started praying the Holy Ghost. Within five minutes, the eyes, bam, opened. He said, daddy, I can see. Daddy, I can see that. You see, Pure hand of God. Pure. 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 You don't see it. You don't see it. Sometimes you get people, you see people who say that they are serving God. They are sacrificing. They want to become missionaries. They are doing this and then they will be at the mission. A small challenge that will come. They say, oh, somebody doesn't like me or somebody is not doing this for me. Or I want this. They are not giving me. You see, when I see that, I say, look, you don't even deserve to be a missionary. <laughs> you don't deserve it. Yeah. You don't deserve it. You are looking at somebody. You are not looking at God. You are looking at somebody to have your needs met. So it's like, Tali, I think that is this person who sent me away. So this person must care for me, not God. Yes. Not God. Not God. Not God. Missionaries, as they you. <laughs> Recently, I heard a missionary he has packed these things and left the mission. Yes, he packed these things and left the mission. Abandoned the mission. And told the child, tell him, you know, I'm trans, I'm being transferred. Nobody was transferred. He just abandoned the mission. Yes. 
Self-transfer. Because he claims he's not happy. And I'm saying that, how would you see the pure hand of God? How, how can you see it? How can you see it? So when you see people have some things you don't have, you think that is an organization or institution that has given them. That's what you think. That's what you think. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you think. You are looking at, we have lost the pure touch of God. The pure touch of God. I have wondered how God has threatened people to bring in things. They have, they have one day I went to buy land. I said I needed two plots. The guy looked at me and said, I won't give you two plots. I said, no, nonsense. I paid you two. I paid you for two. How can you not give me two? He said, oh, so far I won't give you two. I'll give you ten. Hey! Yes. I'll give you ten. Yes. I'll give you two. <laughs> Even the one you go and pay for, they don't give you that. Even that, they don't give you. You have gone to court and even that one, you have paid for it. They are not even giving you that one. Yeah. And we cannot see, we can we cannot see the pure hand of God. Because our vision is different. Yeah. Our aim is different. Why wouldn't God bless Bishop Dark? Why would not God bless Bishop Dark? When he had qualified as a doctor, Bishop Saki had qualified as a lawyer, and they could have been working in any. Bishop Dark's sister is the one who sent them 200 or 250, uh, 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 what a Swiss franc or something from, from Switzerland. And then they would say, a doctor and a lawyer. And an accountant. They will share. Because they say, look, this is not why we are here. We are here for God. That's why we are here. We are not here for money. And those who are not looking for money, rather, look at him today. Do you think that Bishop Dad can ever need anything till he dies? Yeah. Yeah. You look at what he's doing. He's given us almost 20, 20 cathedrals. Not, not uh, OPC. Cathedrals. 20. 20. Look at Mampong. So you see, when your aim is to get money, is to get comfort, your aim is that everything around will be alright. And if they are not, then you want to move to a place where you'll be alright. Then you see, that is how your life will be restricted and limited to, to what that place can provide for you. Yes, not what God can give you. So you would never see the pure hand of God in your life and ministry 
and you will wonder why. Why? That is why. That is why. That's why. Why as in those powers that we used to see? Why, why are we not seeing them? Yeah. Those days people are going for missions and as they are going, as part of their suitcase, they have their coffin. As part of their suitcase. They are carrying their coffin. Today we are going and we are going to die for Jesus. End of story. End of story. Would you tell somebody in this generation this? Do you know what they will tell you? What are you saying? You are destroying my future. Yeah, you are destroying my life. That's why, you see, the hand of God, eh, we will never see the hand of God in a certain way if we keep going the way we are going. Yes. And if we need a radical change, then we must, we must implement radical changes in our lives too. Yeah. Radical. Radical. What are you able to sacrifice for God? What are you able to sacrifice for God? You run away from a mission because you feel somebody doesn't like you. You don't qualify. You don't deserve God. I tell you. You don't deserve him. You don't deserve him. Somebody doesn't like you. Oh, Bishop, uh, uh, you know my salary. Please increase my salary. If you went to the mission for salary, return. Yes. Return. Return. Yeah. Yeah. I don't live on salary. I don't. shocked if you don't pay me for 10 months you'll be shocked it won't tell on you at all because what comes to me is more than my salary no no what comes to me by what I am doing what comes is is more is more For about five years, my salary takes care of one person. One, one, one person abroad. One, one. I found that in living, surviving on salary of Yahweh. Which God you serve? You are fixated on money, so you don't get it. You don't get it. You are focused on money. You want money. You want this. So you, you are not getting it. Instead of focusing on God. And the things of God. <laughs> you know, recently I was watching some athletics. Uh, I think, is it four by 100? Whatever. And I saw the way the people were prepared eh, to run. And I saw the Jamaicans. Charlie. You see, the first 100, the baton to the second, the second to the third. When the third was handed over to the fourth, as if she was racing, she was racing with the fourth. 
screaming, Go, go, they run. I see me for a medal. That's why gold medal. Then I said, What about about me when I'm coming to preach? When I'm coming to preach, look at what this lady is doing. She handed over the battle when he said, Run, go. You can see that she was go. It's like, We have to win (laughs) with energy and strength. Then I said, What about me? When I am coming to preach, not for perishable things not for reward that can be stolen not for reward that can perish but for rewards that are unperishable how much more how much more should i prepare how much more energy should i put inside how much more how much more how much more hey if something doesn't change I'm telling you your life will become a phantom a phantom of what is supposed to be a phantom yeah. phantom we will never see God we will never see the pure hand of God Oh, it has been my prayer Father I, I want nothing but your pure pure hands when it happens, everybody will say that no, this it cannot be from a man. Purely from God. Because he's doing it with others. Why is it not happening to you? Why is it not happening to you? Because the attention is shifted. The aim has changed. Recently, I was reading, 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 I was reading about John Knox, and I was saying that this missionary he should go and read about John Knox. He should go and read about him. I don't know who has been hated like this man. Hated, hated. Christians, Christians, hating him. But whose prayers? Whose prayers did the Prime Minister of England feared? Whose prayers? Say, if there's one thing I fear, I fear the prayers of John Knox. I fear his prayers. I fear his prayers. Who is afraid of your prayers? Who is afraid of your prayers? One day, one day, Tashi, there was a prayer meeting and they came to tell us that the prayer, the, the, the prayer is disturbing their antenna, their television antenna. They can't get signal. Yes. They came to the church. They came to the church to tell us that their television signal is affected by our prayers. Yes. They were bold enough to come and say it. TV3 is gone off because we are praying. We know the type of TV3 that is gone off. We know the type. Yes, there's a type of TV3 that will go off when we are praying. Yes. 
I was at Agege and I started a prayer meeting. When I started the prayer meeting, the following day, I got a letter. The letter was written, addressed to foolish or stupid boy. Yes. They came and dropped it in the church. It was Wednesday. They dropped it in the church. I started the thing. Sunday when I came to church, I decided, that, look, we are going to do this prayer now. And we started. We started. Either Sunday night or Monday, we started. Then on Wednesday, our midweek said, they had come to drop the letter. I don't know when they dropped it. But when we came on Wednesday, we saw the letter, the address to stupid boy. We are giving you 48 hours to stop this nonsense, this, this prayer. If you don't stop it, consider yourself dead. Yes. Who has bothered to write you this letter? Yeah. They wrote, they wrote that letter to us. So I took the letter. When you get that letter, what would you do? Yes. And you know boldly that witches have written to you. Witches have written to you. You are, you are disturbing their business in the area. They have written to you. What would you do? What you do? What you do? We took it. I placed it on the altar. I said, God, I'm not the one to read it to you. Yes, me and my have gone to school. I can read, and you, you can read better. You should read it. This is their letter written to us. Read it, and I place it on the altar. Yeah. And I took, I took my apparatus. You are no apparatus. Yes, I don't, I don't, I don't walk around without apparatus. No, 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 no. I took my blood of Jesus and I poured it on the letter there. We started to pray. Then I heard the voice. He said. Give them 36 hours. They are giving you 48 hours. Give them 36 hours. Because by all means, somebody must die. Yes. yes. Somebody must die. It's either you or them. Then when I did, say, give them 36 hours. And I stopped and I told the church that we are giving them 36 hours. Yes. 36 hours. Anybody, anybody connected to this letter, 36 hours. Crying, they are going down. 36 hours. 36 hours. Yeah. It was Wednesday. So we are finished. Wednesday evening, we are finished. Mr. Lante, were you there? You were there? Yes. <laughs> Mr. Lante was there. Were you there when I poured the thing on it? I put it on it. Oh, I'm lying. I'm lying. Yeah, it was there. I prayed over it. Wednesday night. I said 36 hours. They were three. We didn't know. It was Friday that we got to know. Friday, somebody came physically to attack us. Physically. That's when we got to know that the person came because 12 hours after the prayer, and 12 hours after we finished the prayer, Wednesday night, it means that Thursday morning, one person went. Yes. Another 12 hours later, another one went. Yes. So the third one said, no, no, I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to sit down. I am going to these people. I'll show them pepper. So she came physically. She came with mangoes. Yes. That 
One somebody said they should she should bring us mangoes. Elderly woman, they should bring us mangoes. Yes. Hey. What happened to her that day? That's when she started confessing. It was what after what happened to her, then she started confessing that she had, she came because Thursday morning we killed one of her people. Another time we killed another one. So it's like now she has come herself. Yes. That's when we got to know that somehow the prayer we prayed, no, it was working 12 hours. Every 12 hours it was working. Yeah. Every 12 hours it was working. I'm talking about the pure hand of God. Pure. even ask yourself how many times do you fast if church does not declare fasting do you even bother to fast your flesh your flesh it is sweet you listen to what I'm saying listen Money must not be your aim. Yes. Yeah. Then your life is low. You are very low. Yeah. Very low. If your aim is to be rich, very low. Your aim is to have God to be with you. Yeah. Maybe the next, the next I'm going to talk about, I'm going to tell you about labor for the presence of God. Labor. Labor for his presence. Talk about labor for revelation. Labor for the blessing that comes through tithing. There are so many things to labor for. Church. If something doesn't happen to you, eh, you have wasted space on earth. I'm telling you, you have wasted the blood of Jesus. You have wasted it. Wasted it. Wasted it. So, see, sometimes my anger, it comes from these things. When I hear some things that people say, I get angry. Like this missionary, I got angry. I got, because... I, I felt the guy has wasted something. Ah, your life is this low. You know the offenses that people have had. That they are still around. I said, go and read about John Knox. Go and read about him. And compare to the offense that you are going through. And because of that, you just drop whatever. You don't deserve God. That's what I said. You don't deserve him. Do you know the hatred he went through? Do you know how Jesus was hated? He went through the hatred, hatred and he died for you. you. The hatred is not going to kill you. And yet you are not willing to go through because of the souls he has died for. Shame on you. Shame. Shame on you. Hey, hey, you want to be rich. Become rich. Let's see. 
see who will give you. You can get it from somewhere. You can go to Kokubon somewhere. Go anywhere. Go and collect it. Yes. Go and collect it. Not from God. Not from you. Not from you. Why is your aim to be rich? Why is it your goal? When there are things that money cannot buy. Stand to your feet. This was the man. This was the man who went to God and said that. Give me, give me England or I perish. Give me England. Give me. Give, give me Scotland or I die. Give me Scotland. Give me Scotland. He was a Scottish. Give me Scotland or I die. Not money. Make me rich, Baba. Let me command millions. No. Give me Scotland. Let me win Scotland for Jesus. If you don't give me, let me die. What are you asking me? What are you asking me? What are we asking? Oh, I feel that it is time for God to revive his works in those days in our days. Revive. Revive your works. We want to see your pure hand in our days, in our time. Lift up your two hands and begin to talk to him tonight. Oh yes. in the name of Jesus Jesus close your eyes with me say father father revive your works revive your works in the midst of our days in the midst of our days Revive your works. Revive your works amongst us. Amongst us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Jesus. Oh Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Revive us. Revive us, Lord. Revive us. Revive us. Help us to see your yes. hand in our midst. Yes. In the name of Jesus. We're in your presence. Let, Let it rain. Cause to rain. Let it fall on me. We're in your presence.
Father, thank you. Let this new breeze blow on us. Yes, Lord. The breeze of change. Let the breeze, the breeze of a new era, the breeze of a new army, let that now in the name of Jesus raise a new breed bring up a new breed father that by their doings they would invoke your pure hand father as many in this building as many as are watching as desire that there be a part of this new breed father i pray today send forth your grace god let by grace let them be picked out let this grace fall on them god that they will carry your literal presence. Yes. That from their homes, Father, to their workplaces, to Jesus. their schools, to their churches, wherever they are, your presence will be felt. Yes. Let them become carriers of your presence. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Oh, we plead for this grace. The grace that changes the desire of the heart. The grace that converts the desire of the heart. Yes. Father, let this grace come upon your people. Yes. Bless us. Bless us. Bless us with this grace. Bless us with your grace. Bless us with this sweet grace. Bless us with your sweet grace. That these lives. Jesus oh, will become literal literal careers yes of your presence yes in the name of Jesus yes now lift up your hands and close your eyes I can feel the breeze. I don't know if you can feel it. I can feel it in the breeze. Father, change. Change. change is not by will it's by grace receive it receive it all over this building receive it 
It is a God-given grace. Receive it. I see the gift of faith. I see the gift of faith. It's coming on somebody right now. The gift of faith. To believe what cannot be ordinarily believed in you. Receive this gift. Receive this grace. In the name of Jesus. Bless us. Bless us. Father, we are not asking for money. Bless us. Yes. Bless us with your presence. Jesus. Bless us, Father. Bless us. Nikosa. Bless us with that gift of faith. Bless us. Bless us. Let your works be revived in our midst. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you. Thank you for help. In Jesus' precious name. I want you to take your seat very quietly. Still in the mood of prayer. Let's take your seat quietly. Close your eyes with me. Maybe somebody invited you for the service or maybe you are watching. You think it's by chance but it's not by chance. God led you here because he knows that you need him. You want to say that, Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. You are here like that, I want to pray with you. You are watching or you are here like that, I want to pray with you. I want everybody to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, come to you tonight I come to you tonight I believe with all my heart I believe with all my heart that you died for my sins I for my sins tonight tonight I surrender my life I surrender my life to you Jesus to you Jesus from today from today I belong to Jesus I belong to Jesus from today from today I belong to God I belong to God from today from today I'm born again I'm born again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For saving me. For saving me. Tonight. Tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.